y'all. Welcome to the Kick Up Podcast with your favorite gangster aunties. We're your hosts, Crystal and Masana. Let's get into it and have some fun. Hey, everybody. What's going on, everyone? How are you all doing today? We're back. We're back um, from a minor break. Um, Yeah. We were, we were off. just off for a week because we were just busy. Last week was just a busy week. Last week was a busy week. It was my birthday week, so I had no intention of doing anything laborious. Not that this is laborious, but I just wanted to, you know, just chillax for a weekend, do my thing, flip my hair, and then our schedules just simply did not jive for the rest of the week, so it didn't. here we are. Yes, so, but we're back. We're back again, and we're using a new program this week. So hopefully, like, we can add some, you know, pizzazz to the show as we go on with this new program. Some um, of the things you say honestly kill me sometimes. Why? Pizzazz. I haven't heard that word since I can't even tell you when. <laughs> what? I swear that's a common word. Don't people use pizzazz all the time? When is the last time you heard somebody use pizzazz? I don't know, but I feel like people say pizzazz. Quarter past never. That's when. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like people say pizzazz. <laughs> I haven't heard. But that's like a Richard Simmons word. It is. It is. Richard Simmons is, is a great guy. Is he alive still? I should hope so. But I don't I, know. I feel like he is because... I feel like he was in his 60s when I was like in elementary school yeah so. he's been old forever same with betty white but she's still kicking so they've just been old like you know they're just old to be old they've been old they're forever old people they're forever old like the word pizzazz Full well, circle moment. i like the word pizzazz so it started with lambast and now we've gone to pizzazz hey we said we're the gangster aunties so we are true to our name it's true to our name but what do you true do for your birthday name. If you could have um, done anything. I didn't do much because I live in Ontario. Um, <clears throat> but I did uh, have my niece and nephew came over. We had some cake. Ooh, uh, what kind of cake? My family actually went to the Cheesecake Factory, unbeknownst to me, and got me my mm-hmm. favorite cake. So I love them. Cheesecake uh, is amazing. Yeah, so my favorite from the Cheesecake Factory is carrot. So they got a big old okay. carrot cake, which still isn't done. Um, yeah, and then kind of just hung out with the fan vams on the weekend. Um, went to Niagara on the lake, which is really right. nice. Weather was perfect. Yeah, um, this weekend's weather was so good. It was so good. Did you get out? This weekend I did. I'm still sore from Sunday because I went biking with some friends for like three hours on Sunday. Um, mm, so I'm good cardio. Sore. It was really good cardio. We went like mm. all the way from like Park Lawn area down to like Lakeshore and Bathurst or whatever. Park Lawn area is a, such a nice area. It is such it a is nice so area to live in. There's a lot yeah. of young people that live there. A lot of good-looking, like, black guys that live around that area, too. Ooh, um, hello. Yeah. 
Well, sister child, a lot. You know what? Let me not get into this topic, but <laughs> yeah, let me not, let me just not go go there. But um, yeah, it's a nice area. It's a very nice. It area. is. One of my really good friends used to live down there um, before. You know, she really started adulting and having a kid and a husband and all that stuff. So I used to frequent there more in university and we used to have a blast because you didn't have to drive anywhere. Like that area in of itself, everything was walking distance. So it was really nice. And just like a good vibe. Yeah. I just went down there. <clears throat> yeah. So, and yeah, that's what I did Sunday. Saturday, my friend kind of ruined my plans. Try. I don't even know what happened. Um but yeah, that's a different story on its on its own. Um, but other than that, like it was good. The weather was really good. It was 30s all weekend, yes. sun all weekend. It was just really good. And yeah, we came last week. We came out of the stay-at-home order, yes. Ontario. It didn't really make a difference because everything else was still the same. But at least we're no longer in the stay-at-home order. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a progression. The numbers have been steadily going down. I think today they reported like 400 and something yeah. numbers. So they've been going yeah. down. And finally, I guess Doug Ford came to his senses, somewhat of his senses. And Friday, they're going into step one. So Stage one. Good. Yeah, stage one. So What's that? Outdoor patios are going to be open. More gatherings, um, retail stores, 15% capacity for non-essential, um, for essential, 25%. Um, and then all things like camping, um, camps for the kids, tennis, baseball, um, all that stuff. All those outdoorsy things are all open. Um, so, Yeah. Things are looking, things are looking up. I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm not going to complain because we've just been in lockdown for so long. So I'm just going to say I'm, I'm grateful for, for at least what we have. At least I can go sit on a patio. Right. And, and have a mimosa. Right. Oh my gosh. Those small things that we haven't been able to do for like the past year and a half. Like it's been, so at least like when the weather's nice and cause that in and of itself brightens your spirit, but now yes. being able to do just those, those, those small, you know, those tiny things that victories. we took for granted. Exactly. I can go back to Ikea. Oh my right. gosh. You don't understand. Right. Like, and, the, and the thing you. is the weekend is going to be beautiful as well. It's going it to be is. beautiful, sunny. So, you know, the whole province is going to be outdoors. The first thing I'm doing is I'm going into Dollarama for no reason. And I'm going to walk every (laughs) single aisle. I'm going to buy whatever I want. Just because. (laughs) Just because now I'm not a criminal for wanting to pick up a pad of paper. So (laughs) I'm going everywhere except the food aisle because I've been able to get that all the time. (laughs) Right? I'm just going to buy like a Scrabble or something. Like just something that I haven't been able to buy for no reason. I'm going to... I'm going to Walmart. I'm buying nail polish again. I bought nail polish this at time Walmart. legally. The I nail did polish too, but it was is, not legal. This nail polish section is not closed off. It is for it's us. By, it's by the um, cosmetics and like lotion and deodorants and all that stuff, and that stuff is not closed off. It is for us. There's like caution tape on it. By the lotion. Yeah. So they don't want you guys to lotion your skin. You can have lotion, but you can't polish your toes. Okay. 
see it. I have no, it's never made sense to me. And all stores are different, which I've noticed. All Mm -hmm. stores are different too. It's silly. Regardless, everybody's open now. So hallelujah. I'm grateful for that. I saw a post on Twitter where a girl was just like, She's listing off all the things she's going to do. She's going to get her nails done. She's going to go yep. drink a mimosa. She's going to go yep. do this. Place. She's going to do that. She's going to go eat on a patio. She's going to go get her toes done. Right. She's going to go back to another patio. Like, I'm not I'm not coming home. Like, Right? <laughs> I immediately, when I saw the stay-at-home order was, was coming to an end, I logged into my Shein account and everything that it was in my, ca- my cart, I purchased. I don't know what you size bought. they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what exactly now. is in there. Because I need new outfits. I'm and going outside. outside now. That's just what it is. Everything better fit. I don't even know how much money I spent. I literally just pressed pay now. <laughs> Check the shipping date. Right? <laughs> like, I'm ready. <laughs> and the thing is, like, oh. the weather this summer, because usually in May, June, the weather's iffy in Toronto. Like, it's usually rainy. Right. Da, 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 da. It's, it's really iffy. It's but this year, May, well, we're only on day eight of June. So we still have mm-hmm. yet to see what the rest of June looks like. But May has been beautiful and so far june has been really Mm -hmm. good so like yeah it definitely snowed in april and then all of a sudden as soon as may hit yeah it was beautiful beautiful weather so i'm excited we outside here we outside and dog for you better not lock us down again lockdown where because people have their backs so that's what i'm saying not one of those people but can you imagine Can you imagine the uproar if you lock us down again with all these people getting their vaccines? How like what would be the point? Because why did you vaccinate me then? Right? I'd be mad for them. I'd be mad for them too. I'd 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 join in their protest with my mask. Because Mm -hmm. how dare you? I'm banking on them to get my freedom. So Right? After I done gone joke up myself with Gonos. Only to continue to penalize people? That's ridiculous. That doesn't make sense. So no sense. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that um we'll be a little bit out of freedom come yeah. Friday. I'm still waiting for wait, so does that mean malls are open on Friday? Mm-hmm. 50% capacity. Hallelujah. Why was I all up on Sephora's website? Like, okay, so I'm gonna need some bronzer, I'm gonna need some contour. What? Like everything, like I'm revamping my whole makeup, my whole makeup case because everything's expired now. So I'm just setting spray, everything. I'm trying hair to get my gel. hair braided. If but if this girl, I'm trying to get my hair braided by some by someone. If she doesn't respond to me with by like end of day tomorrow, I'm just gonna do it myself because I'm I tired. I'm tired of the wigs and it's hot. So I need mm-hmm. you know I need something a bit lighter on my head. So yeah, but I'm excited. Thank God. My auntie actually came over and straightened my hair. Don't ask me why I straightened my hair in 31 degree weather, but I needed a haircut. So she came over. So my hair is nicely coiffed. Yes, I see. It's nicely pressed. Yeah. So, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready. She's ready for the outdoors. I'm just happy that the weather's nice. And I, you know what? We went to Niagara on the lake and I saw people kayaking and I was actually quite interested. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, I've been. I'm willing to try anything. I've been canoeing. I want to canoe. I want to 
hike. I want to just be outside without right? having to worry about all of these restrictions. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. But yeah, so um, what we should what get into the about? docket. Yeah. The f- well, that was a part of the docket. What? Oh yeah, that's true. Next thing on the docket. Unfortunately, Not so great of news. Um, yeah. So basically, um, it's kind of all over the news. Muslim family in London, Ontario, uh, unfortunately was victim to a terrorist attack. So from my understanding, um, it looks like, I don't even, I'm not even sure what happened. You know what happened? I just know well, that there's only one child surviving right now. Um, all I know is that a 20 year old apparently in London, Ontario, decided to run a family over with a pickup truck. I guess, I don't know where they were. I don't know if they were going for a walk or what, but he saw the family. Um, he saw that they were Muslim, I guess, because maybe they were wearing the hijab or whatever they were wearing mm-hmm. and decides to run them over. And so four of them died. The mom, I believe, the mom, the mom, the, mom, the father, the daughter, and I think the grandmother. And right. the boy was critically injured as well, but he is expected to, to live. Expected ni- to. Right. Yeah, the nine-year-old boy. Honestly, it's such a... It's such a heartbreaking story, and people like to say that terrorism doesn't exist in Canada. It absolutely does. It does. It does. And now I can't even imagine, I can't even begin to imagine. I really hope the boy has like family here. Um, like I think they said they ha- he has aunts and stuff because I saw some posts of like um, aunts or whatever were talking to news outlets and stuff. But can, I can't even, I can't even begin to imagine four of your family members dying in front of you like that, like your mom, your dad, your sibling, and your grandmother all at once. Like he he became an instant orphan just because of somebody's some someone carrying so much hate in their heart. At nine years old. He's just a boy. Um I can't imagine the devastation for, for the family and for the community in general because being a minority and stuff like that you walk with this this inherent fear that these things could happen because you know that people don't like you just because of the way that you look yeah and then for it to actually happen and it's not just a fear in the back of your mind but just more of a, a an illustration or a solid reasoning for why you have this fear um it, it's frightening mm-hmm. and it's extremely sad so um my thoughts and prayers are definitely with the family and that that young boy um, I knew I know that they do have a GoFundMe um, just for the family to cover expenses and stuff. So um, we can put the link in the bio if, if you're so moved to help out the family. I know I definitely will be. Um, but yeah, like I, it's just another senseless killing of just completely innocent people. And I think a lot of people are, there's so much prejudice in the world. Um, but 
you can't just hate a group of people because you don't like their background or you don't like their religion or, or things like that. So I hope justice is served because they're obviously an innocent family that didn't deserve uh-huh. this. Um, I know that Ford is hoping to lift the restrictions because they're planning to hold a vigil for the family. So he is working with, um, I think they said Health Canada or who, whoever the powers that be are, um, just to, to, to lift the restrictions a little bit so that more people can come together and, and be there and support the family. So uh, um, That's good. Yeah, uh, and he's going to be there as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just awful. awful. I haven't seen any news outlets um, identifying who the killer was, which mm-hmm. I don't know why they haven't, because it's not like he's a minor. He's 20 years old. But then again, if he is a person of Caucasian persuasion, that might be a reason why they sometimes don't identify those things right away because i feel because usually i i bet you any money if it was another way around if it was a a muslim person or a black person that did something like this usually you see the news headlines immediately immediately identifying the person putting up a picture of the person right away why they haven't put up a picture of this person right away and the per and the person is not a minor I'm not sure why why that is. There must I I don't know. I, I think know. they did actually um, on global because I was trying it's to like look for it. It's like see. really tiny print. Um, Nathaniel Beltman. Nathaniel of London uh, of London has been arrested and charged with four counts of first degree murder. He's not coming out of jail. He better not. I see no reason why he should be freed. Like he's in there for the rest of his life. But that is, and that's just, now you have two families essentially. They have his name, but no mugshot. No mugshot. I'm sure they will release it soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now you have two families essentially devastated. You have the Muslim Mm -hmm. family, and then you have the family members of this Nathaniel guy Mm -hmm. that are devastated too. Um, because you can't obviously you can't really control what other members of your family do, but mm. you know, I can just imagine if you were his mother or something, unless he learned it from you, which is also a possibility. But if that's and not usually the, case, the reason, right? But if that's not the case, then I could just imagine like how you must be feeling as a mother as well, but. Yeah, man, such a sad, sad story. Um, such a sad news piece of news to wake up to. For sure. Um, I just pray comfort for the boy. I don't. That's gonna be. I don't even know. I can't even begin to imagine how he can get over that. I just pray that he has a lot of family and support around him, surrounding him right now. Well, I think that the Muslim community is is quite um, close knit, so I know that I can be confident that there will be some sort of support. But I don't know if there's anything that could really appease such devastation. But at least he'll have the support of the community and family members, and and just community members in general who who feel for him. Yeah. Um, and just kind of going along the same vein, I wanted to touch. Um, did you hear about the remains of the children found in the residential school? Yeah, that was also big news like last week. 
Um, yes. So we are covering stuff from last week because we weren't here. So, but some things are pertinent that we really wanted to touch, and that's something that I really wanted to to discuss a little bit about. Yeah. Um. So, for those of you who don't know, um, a former residential school. I'm not quite sure how they found the information, but in British Columbia, um, remains of unmarked graves of 215 children were found buried, which sparked a huge uproar. Um, not only mm-hmm. just in BC, but all around um, Canada. Uh, and basically people are just looking for answers. So there's been a lot of back and forth between the Catholic Church um, and the government about what they plan to do. Yeah. Um, so far, the only thing that I've really seen is that they've um, they've given us another holiday in remembrance of what happened. Um, so I think it's another stat holiday in September. Oh, okay. Um. Other than that, this starting this year. I don't know when it starts. I would assume so because it's in September, and they just got the royal clearance from Queen Lizzie out there from the throne. Right. I can't believe we still have to ask for permission. Like whack. <laughs> she doesn't care. If we could all just doesn't. be here. She does not care. She really doesn't. She has her own black grandchildren issues that she's dealing with. Like. <laughs> I laugh for two reasons. One, because the audacity. And two, have you seen that boy? <laughs> right? Black wear. Right? <laughs> I haven't seen the new one, but I can almost guarantee that, that those children look like one one hundredth black. And I get, the whole, I get the whole one drop rule, but come on. Like... Anyways, that's a whole other thing but congratulations to to william and, and megan while we're on the topic oh yeah congrats on their new daughter yeah so shout outs to them i think they gave birth what like last like a couple days ago like two days couple ago Couple days ago yeah. yeah she's new new she's new new so yeah welcome to the trash sis Woo! don't go in the, the ghetto I hope she um, has a big fro. But anyway, sorry. I highly doubt that. That child's hair will be straight as a needle. Oh, um, no. I don't I don't foresee that. But I hope that she has a few words with her grandma with the locks, at the very least. Right? Um, <laughs> but back to... Um, the the remains of the children um did you see any like the news outlets or, or anything um i just saw a lot the uproar i didn't really read too much upon the news of it mm-hmm. like on, on like global or cbc but i just saw a lot of the uproar that people um were expressing on social media a lot of the hurt um that's crazy like how 200 and 15 re- remains of children mm-hmm. that went to a school um, that was governed by the Canadian government and the Catholic Church. I can't just imagine the levels of abuse and stuff. And I, and I saw a few videos where um, some um, Indigenous people were talking about the type of abuse and stuff that they experienced while going to these schools or living on res. And it's just, that's like a dark side of Canadian history that 
the Canadians try to wash out, like the Canadian government tries to wash out and not let come to light. But when you have something like this pop mm-hmm. up, when you find remains of 215 children for a residential school, and it wasn't even that long ago, apparently Justin Trudeau's father was PM during the time period when this was, when the schools were in operation. So girl, these schools were in operation up until I think 1969 or 1970. Like these are not, we didn't get rid of this, you know, just yesterday. I mean, I mean, we didn't get rid of this a long time ago. Like it's pretty recent, which Mm -hmm. is disgusting in and of itself that, you know, society was modern enough to realize how ridiculous it was, but supremacy and unfortunately right now a lot of the there's a lot of um pointing fingers i know trudeau didn't address or something calling for the catholic government to apologize or whatever whatever for i guess his perceived part or their part in how what happened and i know a lot of people were upset about that i know because they're like, no, he did. He did. He went. He. Are you talking about like with the Pope? No, I Trudeau did an address saying that the Catholic, the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. needs to confess or own up to what they did did their part in this massacre and essentially, I guess, apologize or whatever. But people were mad at Trudeau because they were saying Trudeau should need to stop playing the blame game and just right oh i see what you mean now yeah yeah because he wasn't really he was trying to basically deflect the 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 onus on the catholic church itself instead of acknowledging that the canadian government had their part to play in it as well because they allowed these things to happen too um i know because i know trudeau i saw the address actually when trudeau was saying that he was disappointed in in the pope is it pope francis yeah i think it's pope francis i'm not catholic but you're gonna respect the pope though but anyways, um, saying that, you know, he was disappointed in the Pope and because he didn't accept what happened or as far as I know, the Pope did acknowledge and apologize afterwards um, after Trudeau um, made that statement. But I think what a lot of people, the reason that a lot of people don't want to apologize um, or to acknowledge what was wrong is because they don't want to pay reparations. And if we're brutally honest, uh-huh. The the indigenous people to Canada are still to this day in 2021 treated like trash. Uh-huh. They're still not given the respect that they deserve, and they still have not. We've still not made anything right when it comes to the way that their ancestors were treated, and that's why a lot of them are so angry and completely understand. As again, as a minority, as a black woman, I get what it feels like to be treated a certain type of way, but I don't think I've ever been treated the way that a lot of our indigenous people have been treated. There's a right. lot of, of just, even to this day with the pipeline, and I'm not even sure if they can own property outside of the reservation Resident. because of like the treaties and, and all that other stuff, which nobody has rectified. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and if I you don't... actually see some of the reserves that um, where they live, it, there's literally nothing. Like the land is barren. Like yeah. the, the ones that are far away, like um, past Thunder Bay and stuff like that. Like you can't do anything with the land that they were given out right. there. Right. So it's it's just really sad, and I think it's it's high time that we really start acknowledging um, the treatment of our, our our indigenous people for sure. 
And then when you see people like there, they, they, when you see people like there was a, all of four people that came up to this rally. For you see the the White Lives Matter rally at six no, they got it, There's all of <laughs> legit four men that came to stand in front of Queens Park talking about white lives matter. Maybe this is a clip that we can somehow insert into the episode so y'all can hear it. Um, but yeah, they were just, and they were the guy, the main guy was saying, oh, we're not going to let them take our land from us. This is our land. This is our right. And there was a, I guess there was a vigil a couple feet away from where they were for the um, indigenous children and he's like, we're not going to let them take their our, their land away from us. This is our land. I was just like, wow. It's really... Have you ever picked up a history book? Like, ever. But the thing is, these people are willfully ignorant. They are willfully ignorant. They, they want to stay in the dark. They choose to stay in the dark. And even if they do know better, they do not want to do better. Because they're so stuck in their racist ways they're so stuck in their ways of hatred they don't want to do better because it's almost like it feels like it's easier for them to just hate those that are that don't think like them than to try to live in harmony with different people it's crazy i think that some of the ignorance um i think that that it's almost like people who think like that feel like they're going to lose their privilege if we begin to acknowledge that people who are um, who don't look like them or minorities, we begin to acknowledge them as people. So I find that a lot of people who are stuck in their ways, it's because they don't want to lose their status. They feel like if yeah. everybody's on an even playing field, they're not going to have those same privileges that they're used to having. And it's kind of like those things are happening and the world is changing regardless of how ignorant you want to remain. Yeah. And it, it, it's no longer fun to be who you think you are anymore. So <laughs> honestly, I picture people like that as like hillbillies. Of course. And like, hillbillies, the, the, hicks. Yeah. IQ is 3.6. You know. Right. Those Those kinds who need their privilege in order to get anywhere in life because they have nothing else, which is really sad. Um, but my heart really does go out to um, just just all of all of our indigenous people and having to, it just feels like every time something is uncovered having to do with, with that community, it's never pleasant. Yeah. So um, I really hope that the government actually does something this, this time. And um, I don't know what they can do. Like, I don't even understand. I don't know what what you can do in terms of reparations for some for such an atrocity but i hope that the government starts making waves i think the first step is to actually listen to the leaders of the indigenous community and see what it is that they need see what how to rectify the situation instead of just thinking on your own about what you think would make things better like actually have a conversation with people of that community and see what what it is that they need what they require and start there and i feel like nobody listens to them ever right yeah and I, people, I guess people don't listen to them. I don't know why people don't listen to them. It's probably for the same reasons why 
at the, at the be- very beginning, people weren't listening to black voices because if you're not mm-hmm. in a position of power, they feel like, well, you can't do anything to us anyways. Cause who are you? You're who not, you? you're not our politicians. You're not our teachers. You're not our CEOs. You're not, they feel like you're not doing anything to contribute to society. So it's mm-hmm. like, why should we listen? Um, I think one thing that black people do have is numbers. So we can make a very loud cry. And I think that's what we did was when we finally started like banding together um, under one kind of one, I guess one head, one group, one mind. They didn't really have a choice because we just, we take up a lot of space. And we make a lot of loud noise, but I think the native community just isn't that large. So they, they require allies yeah. to be heard. And that's kind of where we come in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the next steps are going to be in regards to reparations or what they're going to do about this information, about this information. I mean, okay. You have a stat holiday remembering what happened, but like, what, like we need something practical. Mm -hmm. They need something concrete. They need policies changed. They need something, you know? So they need assistance more than anything education like just like practical things to help the community so they can stand on their own two feet and they're not just dependent on the stipends that they're given that don't really do anything and we need to stop stealing from them that would be great too that would be great too yeah but yeah man um so of stealing i know juneteenth juneteenth is coming up juneteenth is coming up um, I was going to talk about Black Wall Street, but I don't know how much more of white supremacy I can take for the day. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I I always remember, um, I always think about that the Tulsa Race Massacre was actually the 100th year anniversary last week because it's, it's like right on my birthday. Mm. So for some reason, it's like the first thing that other than other than me but it's the first thing that that pops into my head and i always think back to it if you guys don't know what happened with the the tulsa race massacre i really suggest um that you you look it up and spend some time it's a huge part of black history if you don't know about black wall street um if you just understand the greatness that that we came from and and what we had accomplished and how basically again white supremacy pretty much crumbled that entire city um it's it's beautiful to see what we could and what we did accomplish but it's devastating to see what uh, was taken from us um Mm -hmm. but we can build it up again um yeah for those of you that don't know resources now so those of you that don't know it's a simple think of it as if in modern day um, you had white supremacists coming and burning down like Atlanta, for example. Basically. But Atlanta only run by black people. Right. So um, I mean, we had our own banks, we had our own churches, we had our own schools, like basically an hospitals, entire community run yeah. solely by black people. It was Wakanda. <laughs> it was basically and it was and it was wealthy like it wasn't just jing bang like it was wealthy and it was the smallest thing i think it it sparked it started because um a black boy ran into an elevator and startled uh, an attendant who was in the elevator at the time and she got scared um 
And it turned into he raped her and all this other crazy stuff that never happened. And she herself actually testified and said, none of this happened. I just got scared because he stumbled into the elevator and I wasn't expecting him. Like that's literally all that happened. And it turned into the literal decimation of Black Wall Street. Um, and it was not acknowledged for, for decades. So, and there was no, again, no reparations, no reparations. There was no even acknowledgement yeah. that it happened from the government, from anybody until now. So. Yeah. A lot of dark history, man. A lot of dark history um, that is just coming up and being acknowledged like now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's still a lot, this, we came a long way, but there's still a lot of work to be done because a lot of things are coming up. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Juneteenth, I think, is the day that they remember. What exactly yes. is Juneteenth? It's the day that they remember. Um, not the Tulsa Massacre. I don't know. It has something to do with, with the Black Pride. June, Juneteenth, June 19th is yeah. when, when they remember. I think that. it has to do with like the emancipation of slaves or something like that. It has something to do with slavery. Um, like the end of the Civil War or something like that. Okay, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna save Naomi Osaka for next week because I have a lot to say on that, and I have a lot to say on Monique. But I also want to go take a walk while it's bright outside. <laughs> so I want to jump to because you know we always like to end on like a lighter note. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video about Monique talking about bonnets? I did see that video. Okay, so I'm going to save my opinion for a minute. What did you think? Um, my initial response, because I don't know, I, 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 I'm not usually a person that likes to jump down people's throats right away when they have an opinion. I like to first sit back and deep what they're saying. And I understood what Monique was saying. I got, I understood what she was saying um, when she was saying how she doesn't, essentially what I took from it was she doesn't think it's a good look for a black woman to be wearing hair bonnets and pajamas in the airport because, you know, it kind of, I guess, doesn't make them look as upkept or it kind of makes them look a bit more maybe lower class quote unquote lower class or um that stuff and she she is coming from a good place and i think a lot of people just seem to just forget where people's intentions are when they say certain things. I believe she was coming from a good place. I believe she's coming from a place where she wants better for her fellow black sisters. She wants her black sisters to look as, I guess, because she kept saying the word queen, queen, queen. So as regal, as upkept, as, as, you know, whatever, as possible. But on the flip side, I also get the uproar um, from a lot of people because they feel like, why is black women's, hairstyles why are black women just being always have to be policed by our own or by somebody else because you don't hear 
Cause the, can I tell you something? The only people that I see step out on the road with pajamas is white people. Okay, they're the only ones I see step out on the road with pajamas. But you don't really, you don't see anyone coming for them asking why are white women step wearing pajamas too? You don't really hear that. But it feels like why is it black women that are always have to be policed everything that we do? And on top of that, when you're in an air, airport. Maybe you want to hair, wear the hair bonnet because you're trying to keep your hair slick because you have, you know, an appointment or something after. Or maybe you're going to get your hair done or maybe you just couldn't deal with the hair that day or whatever. People try to be as comfortable as they are in the airport because you're about to go on a long ride. So mm-hmm. I got both sides of it. I understood both sides of the argument. So that, that's mm-hmm. that's my piece. So I'm going to agree with most of what you said. Um, I think the backlash was, was doing the most, um, to me, Monique sounded like everybody's auntie. And if like the the fact that people got so upset was laughable because I'm like, have y'all never had an aunt before? Right. Like, I just feel like cancel culture in our generation is so quick to Mm -hmm. lash back. And for me, it was more than just the argument. It was just like, there was a huge lack of... I don't want to say respect, but in a way, because she was talking more about just what she said, but like how it was received. Right. And I don't think that it was ever meant to be, I'm going to look down on you. It was mm-hmm. like she said, a, a tap on the shoulder, like, hey, be mindful of this. And maybe it's because I grew up in church, but I've had Andy's come up to me and say certain things and I may have liked it. I may not have liked it. But I bit my tongue and I and I walked off and it's either I took the correction or I didn't. Right. It wasn't. It was never that serious. Right. You know what I mean. And I think it just turned into. It turned into a lot more than it than it ever needed to be. Right. Um, and I and I get that there's this this frustration among Black women with how we are policed for certain things, but. I'm not the I'm not the type of girl to be honest that would wear a bonnet going to the grocery store or going definitely not to the airport. That's right. that's not me. But in the same breath, like it's a generational thing to an extent as well. Because yeah. what I wear to the airport would not be, you know, acceptable to my parents necessarily. Right. Uh, you're not gonna catch me in a bonnet and slippers, but you'll you'll definitely catch me in like a hoodie and, and mm-hmm. leggings and running shoes, which isn't presentable to them, but it's comfortable mm-hmm. for me. Now, uh, you know, somebody, some push it a little bit further and they're in their full nighty right. <laughs> to go. And I, and I, I get wanting to be comfortable, but the, at the end of the day, you're really, you're really not in your bed though. Right. <laughs> you're, you're not <laughs> like, right. if we could just be real, like you're, you're not. Um, and I, and you know, some people have flying anxiety and things like that. Um, and I get that. I don't know how wearing your night clothes makes you feel better because there's very comfortable athletic wear that is both presentable and comfortable. But at the same time, like, exactly. At the same time, knowing my generation and knowing the generation behind me, it does not surprise me or offend me because I know that's just what they do. Right. Right. But it is an auntie's place to put a hand on your shoulder and tell you if something is amiss, whether you accept it or not, mm-hmm. it's up to you. Like you don't have to take it, but you don't slap your auntie in the face either for right. just trying to make you better. And that to me, 
it's an outdated thing that she was trying to do, but mm-hmm. it's so much more because a lot of times black women get the reputation as not being correctable. Mm-hmm. Nobody can talk to them. They have an attitude. Right. A lot of people or a lot of black women don't like that. But at the same time, we kind of are like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, as an example, I was talking to my girl the other day and she got her nails done. She had a few pointers for this girl who was doing her nails because she was a, she's a beginner, mm-hmm. right? Starting with the cleanliness of her station. Mm-hmm. So my friend was like, you know, you know how we are when it comes to cleanliness, especially other black people. They don't like a messy station. So right. you should probably clean this up a little bit, make it look a little bit nicer, a lot more professional. Because when you go to a salon, yeah, you're a bit cheaper, but some of us would rather spend the money to know, especially with COVID, right. to know that where we are is clean, right? Right, right. And the girl gave her attitude about it. And it's just like, if you can't take that correction or at least bite your tongue, how are you in customer service? And how do you expect you know what I mean? business to grow? Exactly. So for me, it was a lot more than just the bonnet, but it was the reaction. And it was right. like, a lot of people are saying, well, I don't need to impress nobody in the airport and blah, 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 blah. You're right. You don't. And you don't have to. But there is a certain way that you were viewed, whether you like it or not, when you dress a certain way. Right. When I got my first my first like big girl job, like my first adult job. I remember I was going car shopping with one of my friends and we had our, like our, our name tags on, mm-hmm. not name tags, the, the security tags, right? You know, you have to beep to get into the building. Mm-hmm. So I had took mine off and I put it in my purse and she, she kept hers on. And I'm like, why do you put your security badge away? And she was like, no, I get more respect from people when I wear it. Mm. And it's that same concept. You get more respect or you treat it a different way when you look a certain way. Right. Whether or not you agree with that or you think that's not how it should be, X, Y, Z, it is what it is. Right. And that's, to me, kind of what she's trying to say is you're a queen. Look like it. Act mm-hmm. like it. Yes, inside you are who you are, but that is not how the world looks at you. Mm-hmm. Meghan Markle and, and Kate and then they can't even wear certain nail polish colors mm-hmm. because they're royalty and that's how royalty looks. Mm-hmm. So whether you agree with it or not, it, it is what it is. And I just think the way that it was received was just completely over the top. And I think that people love to hate Monique too. That too. Which is part of it. But it's it's a lot of different things. I mean... I think as you get older, you kind of grow out of certain things too when you grow out of the fads. And right now wearing bonnets and slippers may just be a fad for for younger people. Nobody my age, we may have done it when we were younger because to be truthful in high school, I didn't care how it looked. But and you know, as you get older, you like to look a little polished. You like to spend a little money on certain things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's different. But I don't think she was coming from a bad place in the way that people have received it. I do think that something can be said about how we tweak our attitudes because opportunities can be missed because of sometimes a lack of respect. And I think a part of it is a little bit to do, and this may be um, like an unpopular opinion, but I think this whole fad of bonnets and slippers wearing out the road, I think it's a little bit... A tad of a little tad of laziness. Yes, there might be 
okay, yeah, you maybe you're really going to the hair store to pick up something, or maybe you really just didn't have time to finish your hair or whatever. There are those women who legit, you know, have to wear a bonnet for whatever reason because they're going out quickly. But, mm-hmm. you know, I see some of the younger girls, seems like they're just wearing it just because it's just like you said, like a fad. It's mm-hmm. a it's a fad. And I don't know. I don't know where that kind of, you know, go out on the road looking anyhow, anyhow, like how you would in your house. I don't know where that fad comes from and it's a little bit of a lazy fact because i'm just thinking about to like the 90s if we if you look back at the pictures at the 90s or the 80s seeing our parents or even us in the 90s they, they always every time they're out we the road they're decked everywhere they're always they're always decked out they're always everywhere together baby hair always laid hair always braided up or something mm-hmm. nails mm-hmm. always done you know they're always there's like a pristine like a pride in the way that they exactly looked when they stepped out the road. So I don't know. So I kind of, I get where Monique was coming from. I really do. Right. And again, it could be because of, like you said, our upbringing and how mm-hmm. we were brought up in the church and brought up with Caribbean parents, which also adds another layer because you have to, it does. Cause, cause the expectation is different. We have to remember because yeah. he was speaking to an African American um, demographic and then right. their dynamics of how they grew up is a bit different than how we grew up, especially with the Caribbean right. and the African influence, right? So I got, I get it more with what mm-hmm. Monique was saying. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the backlash I thought was unwarranted, but I understood where some of the backlash was coming from. But I also thought it was kind of unwarranted, like the extent it went to. Yeah, like it just got, and there was this whole, like this whole, um, I don't want to say movement, but like with men wearing bonnets saying that we stand with, with women. And I'm just like, where are y'all on serious matters? Like, this is the stuff that like you smoke screen and, and they're basically poking fun. Um, like of women, like, Hey sis, if you want to wear your bonnet outside, wear your bonnet outside. And then they're the same men that are going to go to the classy looking white girl and date her. And then black women are like, I'm a good woman. Why doesn't mm-hmm. he want me? And it's like because you're wearing your bonnet and slippers outside. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's there's some there's some there's some guys who like that. Hey, fine. Like at the end of the day, to each their own, and you're gonna do what you want to do. Like no shade, but we just have to be mindful that there are most, consequences to everything that we most do. Most men, and they will and they will rate with you on on the internet and be like, I'm with you, sis. Da 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 da. Most mm-hmm. men do not want their woman walking beside them with bonnet and slippers out the door. No. Let's just be real. Let's be real. They want you as arm candy. And that's another argument where it's just like, well, I have all these things to do. I can't look that great for you, blah, blah, blah. But that's, that's what, and let's be real. I don't want no man with Shane stain on his shirt and, and great jogging pants walking behind me. Sometimes I want you to look a little nice too. Right. You know what I mean? So there's, there's just a lot, um, it's it's a lot more, I think, than just the the surface argument. Um, but don't hate on on Auntie Nikki, guys. Like she's just she's just <laughs> trying to be as of you know a loving embrace. Um, yeah, she's just. I think she she really wants what's best, and I think coming from from her generation, I think she was really just trying to impart some knowledge and some love. Um, and she said it in the most nice way too. Like I don't think she could have said did. it like, in a she was nicer really kind. way. 
she was really oh, kind. Um, but we've gotten as black women, we've gotten we've gotten so much flack for being oppressed, which we are. Um, and we're standing up for ourselves, but we we have to remember the world that we live in and what what things really matter. And to me, like if if I was hiring for a job, let's say, I'm all I'm blindly always gonna root for the black girl. Mm-hmm. But if you come into me with a bonnet and slippers and just expect the job because you're black, you're not getting it. Yeah, no. And everybody, regardless of what color you are, should have that mindset of when I step out, I'm representing me. I'm representing my family. How do I want the world to perceive me? As and much as looks shouldn't matter, and they even do. If you're, even if you're just going to the airport, because a lot of people were arguing, well, it's just the airport. Everybody wants to be comfortable at the airport. But it's still the same, it's still the same um, concept. You don't know who you're going to meet in the airport. You don't know no who idea. you're going to bump up with in the airport. You know you celebrities know. travel through the airport? Investors, a a prevent, a prevent, a businessman, business people, potential husband, everybody through the airport. Exactly. For me, it's just about representing your yourself. I mean, if I'm just running to Walmart to get some snacks for my niece and nephew, fine. I'm probably I will still not step out in a bonnet, but I'm also obviously not gonna go on my Sunday best either. Right. But if I'm going to the airport, I'm I still want to be presentable. And I mean, everybody has their own level and standard of presentable, but I'm not with the bonnet. And to your point about um, people not making fun of white people in pajamas, I don't know about your friends, but we used to make fun of them. So. Oh no no we. <laughs> We make fun we of them on, them in, big time. <laughs> in the group chats, but I mean, like publicly, you don't see like you don't see a public like white figure, for example, coming down on white people for wearing pajamas out the door. It depends on what it is. Um, like, do you remember that whole "do white people wash their legs" thing? Wasn't that <laughs> started by a black person though? Exactly. So it's it's a it's like white people aren't going to bad themselves up. And in the same, I don't think that Monique was really attempting to bad us up. I think it was just a message more of protection. And you know how, like, growing up, your mom would be like, make sure you fix yourself and whatever. And it wasn't necessarily for you. It was more of, I know how the world's going to look at you. Right. Kind of thing, right? So she would just make sure that everything is, is, is in order. And my mom was really picky with that stuff. And I find myself, if my niece is with me, I'm really picky with her too about like, fix your hair, you know, use your lips, make sure you don't have a crack up like behind me. And you know, like, right. it's just, as <laughs> you check your mouth. <laughs> so <right>? you're <laughs> um, little things like that. Um, I don't think like, I don't, I don't think that um she was she was really trying to to say it in a way that would be offensive. It was more of that that same feeling, right? Yeah. Um, white people within the community themselves, their standards are different, um, but they're usually the ones that are are commenting on the way that that we look like your hair is not presentable or you know you're too dark or whatever the case may be. So what I was saying with like the the no bathe is like we kind of do the same things to them, especially when it comes to like cleanliness and. Um, personal hygiene and cooking and, and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? So we all have our things that we, um, we look at other cultures or races for. Um, it's just to the extent and what effect those things actually have on one another. Like yeah. us making fun of them just gets them upset. Whereas them looking down at us could cost us our jobs or our lives. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, so, that's yeah. fact. But yeah, guys, just just calm down on Auntie Mo. It doesn't. It's not that serious. Just take what she has to say. If you agree with it, cool. If you don't, then continue wearing bonnets. Then do you, and then yeah, reap Worry whatever reap whatever per- repercussions come from it. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, but yeah, I I honestly, in all honestly, I see both sides. Sure. Yeah, but guys, it's a beautiful day out. I find like in the summer episodes, the episodes are a bit shorter because we just want to enjoy. The yeah, day because living in Canada, the summers are not that long, so we really just want to enjoy the day. For sure. Yeah, as you can hear my mother yelling in the background, she wants to go for a walk. So, well, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. So we will see you, um, I guess, next week. Yes, next week. Next week, I have um a good uh, a good topic to talk about. So. Okay, but yeah, we'll, we'll right, see y'all cool. next week. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. As always, love, peace, and Afro Greece. Peace in the middle. <laughs> Bye. <East>. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.